Okay, so here is our second um, share for today on Tefillah. Again, this series is sponsored by Rabbi Sala Rose of Los Angeles, Lili Nishmas, his brother Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, Shama Shavna Aliyah, Bila Mela Sersha for Salmashbacha. We're now moving on really to the next segment of Psukit Zimra. And that is, we haven't really started Psukit Zimra yet. Barsha Amar is the bracha before Psukit Zimra. Haidu is not really part of Pesukah the Zimra, evidenced by the fact that Nusuf Sfarad says it even before Baruch Amar, but now really begins Pesukah the Zimra, and this is based on a major thesis of Rav Shwab. Namely, that in Baruch Amar, when we say, Negadelcha, Unishabechacha, Unifa'ercha, Venamlichacha, Venazgir Shimcha, that these five expressions are a heading and subtitle for the rest of um, Shemana Esra, for the rest of Pesukah de Zimra. Namely, the first part of Pesukah de Zimra is referred to as Negadelcha. And as Rav Schwab explained, the word Negadelcha does not mean to make great, because the last entity in the world that needs us to make great is God. The United States of America needs to be made great again. The Almighty does not need to be made great. So the word negadelcha does not mean to make great, but it means gidul. Gidul means to braid. Legadel, like Miriam Megadla Seyar, to braid. And the first part of Psuke de Zimra is braiding. I would venture to say that before this introduction, no one has ever understood the beginning of Psuke de Zimra in their entire life. Because they said hoidu. And after Hoidu, we randomly recite Psukim. The Psukim that we say at the end of Hoidu are a random conglomeration of Psukim and Tehillim and Divrei Ayomim. And the good thing is, since we have no idea what we're talking about, we don't even think what we're trying to do. And what's amazing is a person could say Psukim the Zimra for decades, said it thousands of times, and never even had not 1% understanding, even a billionth of a, a percent of understanding of an iota of even one pasuk of one word that they ever said in their entire life. Sorry, those are just, that's the reality. And the uh, Reb Schwab um, illuminates that the first part of Pesuk is called Negadelcha. It's a braiding. We're, we're taking various psukim that are grouped by concept and we're braiding them together. So for instance, the first segment is Roimamu. So we're going to take two psukim that speak about the concept of Roimamu. One comes from Tehillim Tzadi Tes Pasuk hey? One comes from Tehillim Tzadi Tes Pasuk Tes. And we're going to braid them together. And that's a method of elevating HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And throughout Hoidu, you have to know which two psukim go together, which three psukim go together, which four psukim, and otherwise they're different braids. Because otherwise, everybody knows, if you have a challah, and it's braided like, you know, without any thought, it has no appearance, and if it has no appearance, it has no tam. Likewise, psukim de zimra. If you don't know which psukim are braided with the next, then the psukim de zimra has no appearance, and then it has no tam. And here we go. Says Rav Shwab, Ad kan chilek hashir shel hoidu shetikin davar emach lam v'choyam al t'mim shekrivu us. We finished 
the chelak of Hoidu that David was masakin every day for the Tmidim. V'oymrim shir zeh, zecher l'shir shalhi oymrim v'oyel orein ha-kodesh. And they say this shir, as we, uh, we say this shir as a remembrance for the song that they said in the tent of the Orein. V'achshav maschilim b'seder p'suke de Zimra. Now we begin the arrangements of Pesukah de Zimra ala seder hanifrat b'berchas baruch sha'amar based on the arrangement that we learned is alluded to in Baruch Sha'amar, Negadelcha, Neshabechacha, Nefaercha, Venamlicha, Venazker Shemcha. That's what we said in Sukkot de Zimra. And that is the format of um, Sukkot de Zimra. Negadelcha, Neshabechacha, Nefaercha, Nazker Shemcha, Venamlicha. Those are the five parts. The first part is Negadelcha, Biarnu, Shemar, Inyan, Sheron, Ezra, De Gidol, Kolaymar, Kleya. Kleya means braiding, the shizur, twisting, kamab sukim, al yosim kamashoinim, even though they come from different places. Shemachavnim le inyan echad, ule musag echad, the toivas hakel. They are intending and targeting different specific points. Ein mataras hashir levar psukitim levarj per shamilim. The goal here is in this shir, says Rav Shwab, in the shir that he gave, is not to explain the meaning of the psukim and explain the meaning of the words. Ela banu belikud. Kama mili malyasa meshule haaderes. What we're trying to do is gather a few nice things from the hem of the cloak. Laharois yoyfi hamatana to appreciate the beauty of the gift. Shemasrulanu chazal the chazal gave us betukenatvila. And uvechol pam shaadam shoyfech siach lefnei koinai. Every time a person pours out his conversation before his creator. Zoicha la'ar gadol. He is zoicha to a great light. Ola devekos nefla ba'hakadosh baruch hu, and great devotion to Hashem. I almost I feel very unworthy to learn this, because here it is. I'm saying pesuk dezir my whole life, and I can't even say that I've barely been um, scratched the surface. I haven't even thought about considering of the possibility of maybe starting to understand what in the world we're doing. So good. I'm, I'm happy I visited Reb Nassim. It's good that we visited Reb Schwab's kever this year, who was Zoycha, to learn a little bit from him. So he says, Even if someone is Zoycha, to just say a few psukim properly, bekavana with intent, Rav Shav said, you should know, if, let's say, in the hour you spend in the shul in the morning, you just say a few psukim properly, not only are you doing a uh, happiness and a nachas to Hashem, elagam margish nachas ruach ba'atzmai, you will feel a pleasant sens- sensation within your own soul. Through your tefillah, God will elevate you. You will be elevated to almost Olam Haba. Therefore, someone who prays before Hashem is called Mispalel. Why is it called Mispalel? Aren't we davening to Hashem? Why is it reflexive? The answer is Lashen Mispalel. 
because not only are you sending forth prayer to God, but your machter kinyane elakusa yisbarach letoich sarapav hapratiim. You are piercing your divine acquisitions into your own recesses and to your subconscious. In other words, this is not just bringing nachas to God. You will feel elevated. You will feel gehoiben. You will feel a different person if you are able to uh, tap into the koyach of tefillah differently. Now, I do have to say that I don't. I think one day we have to print the siddur. Because I don't think the Siddur is doing us a lot of justice. Number one, you say Haidu, you think the first stopping point is That we said many times. That's random. That has nothing to do with a stop. The first stop is Bam! Stop! Pause! Take a deep breath. That's the end of the song of Tamil Shoshachar. Then, when you get to the words, Baruch Hashem Alekei Yisrael Min HaOilam V'Yad Take another pause in the middle of the Pasuk. That's the end of the Tamit Shabbat Arabayim. Then, Vayoyim Rukhala Am Amein Vahala Lashem. That is the response of the people to these songs. Now, there should be a big stop sign with a rest area. It should um, say, we've now reached your destination. You have now started the new segment of Sukkot Zimra called Negadelcha. And the first uh, Gidol are two psukim that intertwine roimimu. Now, in most sedurim, roimimu Hashem leikenu is some kind of ending that a chazan says toward like the first part of of haidu, which is it's the furthest thing from that. This is the beginning. Maybe that's why there's a stop, but I don't think most people realize this is the beginning of psukim the zimra, not the end of the first segment of haidu. It's the first braid where we're braiding two roimimus. Now, this is not the only time that we braid two roimimus. You know what else we braid two roimimus? When we take out the Sefer Torah. We say, Roimu Hashem Lekeinu V'shach Lalem Rav Kadoshu. Roimu Hashem Lekeinu V'shach Lalem Rav Kadoshu. Ki Kadosh Hashem Lekeinu. So, V'tiknu L'fteach B'gedil Shal Beis P'sokim. Got it? The first braid is a braid of two P'sokim of bowing. So, instead of really calling it the roimimu braid, we should, we should really call it the Hishtachave braid. This is the bowing braid. We we braid these psukim at the time of taking out a sefer Torah. We say I don't. I think we're gonna have to learn this whole sefer, like in the next week or so. Otherwise, how's Mashiach gonna come? We have no idea what we're doing in davening. We're we're completely clueless. We gotta, we gotta get this down. Imagine if Mashiach came and we're still standing there every single day. I mean, it would be embarrassing. Mashiach was like, "Hey, pal, what are you doing?" Okay, sorry. Anyway, Kriya is on the knees. Hishtachava is full prostration. Like the Shriat Sibur would do as a Zecher to the Mikdash, that he would bow when he heard Hashem's name. What is the concept of bowing fully on the ground? The bower is as if, as if he's saying, I am the equivalent of the ground that I lie on. In other words, 
I nullify myself. And I am flattened to God. And I render ownerless. My reality and my identity, I'm nothing. And the more a person is mavatel himself to Hashem elevates him al yadai. Because if a person walks bekaima zakufa, and a person thinks he's a somebody, so then he obviously doesn't recognize that. What do you mean you're somebody? It's meloi kol ha'aretz kavoidai. But when you lower yourself to the ground, so this is the braiding, and this is the first braid. The first step of Sukkot Zimra is Elevate God! How? By bowing down on His footstool. Fine. Now, the first We're saying to all of mankind that they should elevate Hashem by bowing down to his footstool. What's the footstool of God? The Oretz, Nikres Hadoim Raglov. The heavens is his throne. We're saying, mankind, be mavatel yourself. With Heshtachave, Bepishid Yodaim Raglayim. Ki Understand that God is Muvdal. Mufrash, Kadosh, what does it mean he's holy? God is Halig, Halig. That's the worst word, Halig. Nobody has any idea what that means. Oh, he, he's Halig. What in the world does that mean? Ask 5,000 people to tell you what the word Halig means. Halig means that the Rivan Shem is beyond our understanding. doesn't mean, oh, and then you put the pupil of your eye up in the back of your head and you, no, no. It means Hashem is Hashem's greatness is beyond comprehension. The second pasuk is said, addressing the Jewish people, that they should bow down not only in the ground but to lahar kotche in the base hamikdash, because there the avoda is on a much higher level. So the, that's the first braid. The braid is roimemu. These are two psukim. They are not found together, and they are braided together to bring out the element of the importance of humbling oneself before Hashem. The first one is addressed to all mankind. The second one is addressed specifically to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Eitz Yosef. The reason they were mistaken to say this here. Until now was the Takana of David to say before the Arain. So you would say, okay, good for David. He made a song before the Arain in the temple when there was an Arain. But we don't have a temple and we don't have an Arain. So I don't have to pray. That's not relevant to me. I would think there's only one when there's an Arain. There's no Kedusha. So they were in these Psukim to show, no, even though there was no Arain in the Beis HaMikdash, um, because the Arain was missing, still, even in the Bayasheni. About his footstool, the Yosef says that refers to the Beis HaMikdash. The second Beis HaMikdash is holy, even though the Arain is 
nignas. So you say, okay, fine. Maybe there was only holiness when there was a temple, but nowadays where we only uh, we don't have a beis hamikdash, shenechra beis kachena. So there's no kedusha. So that's the second pasuk. That even though the Beis Hamikdash was uh, destroyed, and all we have is a har, but the kedusha was not pasak. And the, you know why? The kedusha of the aron and the Beis Hamikdash were not inherent kedusha. That when they're not around, there's no kedusha. But kikadosh Hashem God is the one who sanctifies it. Who mekadsham? When he associates his name with that place, like it says, the lamed of l'shichnoi is means because perish b'shvil shechenoi shehishkin shechinasoisham. As we know, l'shichnoi too because of his shechina, l'shichnoi blossom. The place that God chose to put His name there, l'shichnoi, because of the shechina. Sidrushu, you should you should seek it out. That's what we say. Elevate God and bow to His temple. So you say, what if there's no temple? Bow to the mountain, because the kedusha comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, one final thought. In the Sefer Avodas HaKodesh of Maharam ben Gaboy, he brings a medrash that when it comes time for the Malachi Asharis to sing Shira, Shmiel, the Malach, the great Tsar, stands by the window of heaven to hear the Shirois and Sishbachos and the Zmirois that come from the Aretz from the various Bati Knesias and Bati Midrashais to um, that they should be heard before the Aravais. And why does Rebbe do that? Why do they do that? Why do they wait for the Jewish people? She'ein reshus malachei ashares loimar shira tchila at she'poischen Yisrael b'shira shalmata. Because the Malachi Asharis do not have permission to say Shira first until Klal Yisrael sing Shira. Shenemar? Roimimu Hashem Aleikeinu v'shtachol Adam Ragov? This is Klal Yisrael. So Roimimu Hashem Aleikeinu is Klal Yisrael. Roimimu Hashem Aleikeinu v'shtachol Adam Ragov is the Malachi Asharis. That when they hear the Kol Shiroz, the Sishbachas of, of Klal Yisrael, Melmata, they are able to say, Kadosh, 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 Melmala. Shenemar, Bekarazel, Zavi Amar, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. So, the first Roimimu says, Avaz HaKadosh is going on Klal Yisrael. When Roimimu HaShem, the Rag of Kadosh, when Klal Yisrael says, the Roimimu, then the Malachi Asharis are able to say Kadosh. In fact, Reb Chaim Brisker, I believe, says, we say, Keser yitnu l'cha Hashem alakeinu. Malachim hamoyne mala, but only imam cha Yisroh kibbutzei mata. Why? Because since ain davr sheba kedusha bepachas me'asara, you can't say a davr sheba kedusha less than ten. The Malachi Asharis have to wait for us to say kedusha, and then and only then can the Malachi Asharis say kedusha themselves. 
Okay, Rabbi says, so these are our two offerings. Number one, we see the, the discrepancy of Hallel Lashem, as we say in Divrei Ayomim, as opposed to Hallelukah. Hallel Lashem is the opinion of, of uh, Rav, and Hallelukah is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan, as uh, Rabbi Schwab pointed out. And here, the next segment is the beginning of the part of, of Pesukah Zimra that is called Negadelcha, which is uh, the braids, the various braids of Pesukah Zimra. So today we learned about Roimah Hashem Lekeinu, the two Roimamus, and then Bez Hashem, next week we will discuss the Pasuk V'hurachom Michaper Avayim. Okay? Wishing everyone... Oh, I'm going to tell you one thing on the Parsha, okay? Give me one second.